Shabbat Shalom, my beloved brethren. Blessing to every one of you here present, and praises are unto our almighty Yahuwah and Yahusha for granting us this opportunity to gather here to commemorate this particular Sabbath day and to render worship and glory in the holy name of Yahusha HaMashiach. My beloved brethren, today le today's lesson topic continues the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are sayings attributed to our Lord Yahusha. Mainly, eight blessings recounted by Yahusha in the Sermon on the Mount in the Gospel of Matthew. Yahusha didn't declare the rich, the beautiful, or those victorious in war as blessed. Instead, Yahusha said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Our previous lesson talked about possessing the mind of Yahusha Christ. Maintaining the mind of Yahusha Christ is foundational in our journey towards being like Yahusha Christ in how we think, speak, and act. To be faithful followers, we must adopt certain attitudes espoused by Yahusha Christ. We must identify ourselves as disciples or followers of Yahusha Christ. But to do that, what is another attitude that we must uphold? To start our lessons today, we're going for the answer in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 7, where it is written, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. So what is another attitude that we must uphold? As we have just read, another attitude that we must uphold is to have mercy. And what is mercy? Mer having mercy is having compassion in action. And why are those who have mercy blessed? Those who have mercy are blessed because they will receive mercy from Yahuwah. It is the character of Yahuwah to show mercy to the merciful. And those who have received mercy from Yahuwah ought to be merciful to others. When you are blessed with sorrow, 
for your failings, according to the second Beatitudes, and with the right relationships, according to the fourth Beatitude, you will not find it difficult to show mercy to others on the job or anywhere else. Who is the best example of being merciful? The answer is found in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 down to 5. But God's mercy is so abundant and his love for us is so great that while we were spiritually dead in our disobedience, he brought us to life with Christ. It is by God's grace that you have been saved. So who is the best example of being merciful? The best example of being merciful is Yahuwah God himself. Like all the world, because of our sinful nature, we deserved to receive the wrath of Yahuwah our God. However, he poured his mercy on us because of his great love and compassion. How much mercy does Yahuwah have for us? Yahuwah is rich in mercy and has it in abundance for us. When did Yahuwah God show abundant mercy? Yahuwah, our God, showed us abundant mercy even when we were dead in transgressions, while we were spiritually dead. Yahuwah did not wait till we deserve it to show us his mercy. So who does Yahuwah God expect to be merciful? The answer is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. And I quote, since you are God's children, since you are God's dear children, you must try to be like him. So who does Yahuwah God expect to be merciful? Yahuwah our God expects us, his children, to be merciful. And who are Yahuwah's children today? We, the members of the assembly of Yahusha and followers of Yahuwah, are his children today. And being his children is a great honor and blessing for us. Why is it a great honor and blessing? It is a great honor and blessing because Yahuwah set us apart and made us a member of his assembly with privileges and the responsibility to try to be like him. As his children, we must imitate everything he does. How vital is it to have mercy? The answer is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse 23. Yes. Woe upon you, Pharisees, 
and you other religious leaders, hypocrites, for you tied down to the last mint leaf in your garden, but ignore the important things, justice and mercy and faith. Yes, you should tie it, but you shouldn't leave the more important things undone. So how vital is it to have mercy? Having mercy is very important. As Yahusha himself refer, referred to it as the essential thing one needs to do, including justice and faith. The more we grow spiritually, the more merciful we become. Who did Yahusha criticize for not being merciful? Yahusha criticized the Pharisees for their lack of mercy, justice, and faith. What did the Pharisees value? The Pharisees, like many so-called spiritual leaders nowadays, value submission and offerings more than mercy, justice, and faith. It's good to give an offering and promise to submit to spiritual leaders, but that should not be the focus. Our spiritual leaders should focus on having mercy for the flock, just like Yahuwah showed us mercy even when we were spiritually dead. What prevents many from being merciful? The answer is found in the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 down to 2, where it is written, <clears throat> do not judge others so that God will not judge you. For God will judge you in the same way you judge others and he will apply to you the same rules you apply to others. So what prevents many from being merciful? Many are not merciful because they are too judgmental of others. What does it mean to judge others? To judge others means to condemn them with a feeling of spiritual pride. And doing this is the opposite of being merciful. How do you tell if you are growing in mercy? You can tell if you are growing because you will become more merciful. But what will happen when you are not growing? When you are not growing, you become a more judgmental of others. But the warning is that you should not judge others so that Yahuwah God will not judge you. For Yahuwah God will judge you the same way you think of others, the same rules you apply to others, Yahuwah will use on you.
Why do we tend to judge? In the book of Matthew chapter seven, verse three down to five, we find the answer to this question. Why then do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the log in your own eye? How dare you say to your brother, please let me take that speck out of your eye. When you have a lock, a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye and then you will be able to see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So why do we tend to judge? We tend to judge because we like to focus on the speck in our brother's eye instead of focusing on our brother. Those who focus on the speck in their brother's eye are part of the people who are the fault finders. What does, Yahuwah, what does Yahusha say to fault finders? Yahusha called fault finders hypocrites. Why are they hypocrites? They are hypocrites because they should first take the log out of their eye and then they will see clearly. What happened when we begin to see more clearly? When we begin, when we begin to see more clearly, we will see other people's burden and sufferings and be more willing to offer them mercy. Being merciful does not mean that we should condone sin. We just, it just means that we should leave judgment to Yahuwah. My beloved brethren, thank you for listening to me so far. The remaining part of this lesson will continue to be brought to you by our beloved brother, Brother John. Thank you. Shabbat Shalom to everyone, brothers and sisters in the faith. Indeed, it's true that when people pursue religion, or they decide that they want to practice a certain kind of faith, people tend to become one of two things. Either they become judgmental or they become merciful. And so we need to make sure we choose the right path. And the right path, of course, is to show mercy. Mercy is of paramount importance because Yahuwah himself has shown mercy to each and every one of us. And so it is expected because we are the sons and daughters of Elohim that we in turn will show mercy to other people. And when it comes to mercy and judgment, it also impacts our relationships directly. It, if, if it determines the relationships we have within our family, for example, between the spouse, between parent and child, and then it expands as well. It affects the sphere of our influence, maybe at school or at the place of our work. Either we show mercy or we show judgment. Who or what defines 
our character. It should be to show mercy. Why is that? How important is showing mercy when it comes to having better relationships in our life? Let's continue our studies in the book of James, chapter 2 and the verses 13, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So according to the Holy Scriptures, mercy triumphs over judgment. This is why when someone sins against us, let's say, for example, a family member or a friend or someone at work or someone in our fellowship, what must be our priority? It is not to condemn, but to show mercy. This is why mercy is indeed a great blessing for each and every one of us. Yahushua says, blessed are the merciful because they will be shown mercy. However, does it mean that we tolerate and condone sin because we are showing mercy? So for example, someone sins against us and we show mercy. Does it mean that we say the sin is not important? I forgive you, therefore the sin no longer matters. What is the basis for showing mercy according to scriptures? Let's read the book of Psalms 85 in the verses 10. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. Does it mean that by showing mercy to someone, for example, who sins against us, that we tolerate wrongdoing, that we condone sin? Bible says that mercy and truth have met together. In other words, mercy and truth belong together. What does it mean? That mercy and truth have met together. It simply means when we show mercy to a sinner, we do not ignore the truth of the situation. In other words, we do not condone the sin. We do not tolerate the sin, but we show mercy to the sinner. So we show mercy by withholding judgment. Isn't this what Yahuwah does with us? I mean, think about it. If Yahuwah did not withhold judgment, what would happen to us? Would we be here today? Would we still be alive if Yahuwah did not withhold judgment against us? We are here today, beloved brothers and sisters, because of the mercy of Yahuwah, our loving Allahim. He withheld judgment against us and gave us the opportunity to repent. It's the same thing when it comes to our relationship with other people. They sinned against us, all human beings. They make mistakes. We all commit sin, right? Sometimes we say things and do things in our anger that we regret and repent. And so whenever we encounter a sinner, one who sins against us, instead of condemning them, Let's give them the opportunity to repent. Give them the opportunity to be restored. This is what the Bible wants us to do. To show mercy and not to show condemnation. So how can we show mercy to someone who has sinned? To show that we do not tolerate the wrongdoing. Let's read the book of Galatians. Chapter 6. And the verses are 1 to 2. My friends, if someone is caught in any kind of wrongdoing, those of you who are spiritual should set him right, but you must do it in a gentle way and keep an eye on yourselves so that you will not be tempted to 
help carry one another's burdens, and in this way, you will obey the law of Christ. So how can we show mercy without tolerating the sin or the wrongdoing committed by someone who is a sinner? Bible says we show mercy by being kind or helping those who commit sin to restore themselves. And so to be able to do that, we must not ignore the sin. You see, when it comes to our relationship with each other, we need to make discernments. The word judge means to discern. When we say we judge a person, we condemn that person. That's not what we do. What do we do? We discern the situation. Has a sin been committed or not? If it has been committed, we need to make changes when it comes to our behavior. And so when someone sins against us, what must we do? Bible says those who are spiritual, they should restore the wrongdoer. They should restore the sinner. But how must this be done? The Bible says not in a condescending way, but in a gentle way. This is why some people are simply turned off by well-meaning Christians or well-meaning disciples of Yahushua. Because they believe that sin is wrong, when they speak to a sinner, they do so as though they were lords, as though they were better than other people. We have to remove this kind of spirit. When we are restoring a person back to the path of righteousness, we must do so in a gentle way. Why? Because all of us are fellow sinners, right? It's one sinner helping out another sinner. It's not one holy person helping out a less holy person. We are all in the same level in Christ Yahusha. And so we must practice mercy and not judgment. What is an important part of showing mercy? Bible says we help carry one another's burdens. You know, when you think about why people sometimes do the things that they do against other people when they sin against others, it's because there's something that is bothering them. It's because they have a burden that they're carrying. And because of this burden, they are provoked somehow to commit that sin. And so we need to look not for the fault to condemn them, but for the opportunity to help them carry the burdens that may be overwhelming them at that moment. And so when we fulfill this, what do we uphold? The law of Christ. Remember what our King Yahushua said? He said, love each other the same way I have loved you. The love that he wants us to practice is not an ordinary kind of love, but love that shows mercy, love that shows action, love that is willing to help each other carry their burden. This is why, like what we said at the outset, brothers and sisters, when people pursue religion and people want to become religious, they often follow two paths. The path of the Pharisee or the path of who? Yahushua. Who are those who follow the path of the Pharisee? path of the Pharisee, the more involved they are in their religion, the more they like to condemn and find fault in other people. But the law of Yahushua is different. 
they show mercy and they find opportunities to help restore the individual who has fallen into sin. Now, how did our King Yahusha exemplify this principle of showing mercy so that people who have fallen into sin can be fully restored? Let's read the book of John, chapters 8, and the verses are 4 to 5. Teacher, they said to Yahusha, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. In our law, Moses commanded that such a woman must be stoned to death. Now, what do you say? And so what we find here is the woman who is an adulteress or an adulterer is caught committing adultery. And so the Pharisees bring this woman before our king, Yahusha. And then they remind Yahusha about the law of Elohim. What does the law of Elohim say? Number one, you do not commit adultery. And also part of the social law, right? Part of the law, the, the law during the days of Moses, if someone is caught committing adultery, what are they supposed to do? Stone the person to death. So according to the law of Moses, this adulterer caught in adultery should be stoned to death. And so this person is presented to Yahusha, and you can kind of sense when we try to imagine this scene taking place, these Pharisees, these scribes, or these Jewish authorities, when they brought this woman to Yahusha, you can kind of sense they were kind of enjoying it, right? Like they want this woman to be condemned. Like they want this woman to be punished. And so when this woman was presented to our King Yahusha, what did Yahusha do? Let's read the book of John 8, 7 to 11. As they stood there asking him questions, he straightened up and said to them, whichever one of you has committed no sin may throw the first stone at her. Then he bent over again and wrote on the ground. When they heard this, <clears throat> they all left one by one, the older ones first. Yahushua was left alone with the woman still standing there. He straightened up and said to her, where are they? Is there no one left to condemn you? No one, sir, she answered. Well, then, Yahushua said, I do not condemn you either. Go, but do not sin again. And so when Yahushua was given this example, was brought this woman before his presence, one who was caught in adultery, what did our king Yahushua say? He said to the people who wanted the woman punished and stoned to death, he said to them, whichever one of you has committed no sin may throw the first stone at her. And then Yahusha wrote something on the ground. Do you know what Yahusha wrote on the ground? They don't know. Maybe, this is all speculation, maybe Yahusha was writing down the name of people they had an affair with. Maybe Yahushua was writing down the sins of the people who were accusing the woman to highlight the fact we are all sinners. And so one by one, what happened to the accusers of this woman? One by one, they all left because all human beings are guilty of what? Sin. You see, as human beings, we are in no position to condemn. 
because we ourselves, based on our own merit, we too should be condemned. How can a condemned person condemn another? And so Yahushua was showing them, all of us, those who have been accused and the accuser, all of us, we stand before the judgment of Yahuwah Abba as condemned unless someone shows us mercy. Brothers and sisters, think about this situation. The holiest man in the world, one who is without sin, the one who has every right to stone this woman caught in adultery. Instead of condemning the adulterer, what did Yahusha do? Yahusha says to the woman, I do not condemn you. Yahusha showed compassion. Yahusha showed mercy. Yahusha had every right to have that woman stoned to death. But because of his mercy, he gave the woman the opportunity to be restored. This is what it means to be merciful. Follow the example of our King Yahushua. Does it mean that he condones sin? Oh, no. Yahushua says, I do not condemn you, but do not sin again. And so, brothers and sisters, as followers and disciples of our King Yahushua, let us do our best that we will show mercy to others and help them in their burdens and so fulfill the law of our Mashiach. And so what can we expect if we will show mercy like this towards our fellow human beings? Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of Psalm 103, 8 to 13. Yahuwah is compassionate, merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. Yahuwah is like a father to his children. Tender and compassionate to those who fear him. What can we expect if we are able to show mercy to others? Like what our King Yahushua says, blessed are the merciful because they will be shown mercy. And more than anyone, the one to whom Yahuwah will show mercy to are those who, whom he considers his sons and daughters. He will show compassion. He will show mercy. What does it mean that Yahuwah will show us mercy? He will not deal, deal harshly with us as we deserve. Brothers and sisters, we have felt this in our life. Every time we think that we will be condemned, that we will be destroyed by the anger of Abba because of our sin. What we find when we approach him with repentant hearts, he gave us another chance. He gave us another opportunity. He healed us of our sicknesses. 
He blessed us with hope. He strengthened us once again and led us to the path of restoration. This is our Father, Yahuwah. And so if there are those who are in the worship service today who feel because of their sin that they can no longer be forgiven, the Bible says Yahuwah is willing to forgive our sins. He can remove our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. That's the mercy of Yahuwah Abba. What is the basis of the mercy of Yahuwah Abba? The Bible says it is his unfailing love. We may fail Yahuwah from time to time. We may fail Yahuwah when we sin. But if we are truly repentant, and when we approach our loving Father, because of his unfailing love, our sins will be forgiven. How great is the unfailing love of Abba! It is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. In other words, it knows no human measure. Yahuwah is willing to forgive us if we are willing to repent from our sins. He is willing to restore us, to show mercy to his sons and daughters, that we can receive his grace, love, and compassion, and become strong again in our faith. This is our study. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, Yahuwah, compassionate and merciful. We thank you. Thank you for showing mercy upon your people. When we examine our life, when we look at our deeds, at our thoughts, at our speech, we stand guilty before you. We offer no excuses. We deserve to be punished by you, to be con condemned by you, to be banished from your presence. But Father, we also know that you are merciful, that you treat us kindly as a father to his children. That is who we are to you. And so when we approach you, with repentant hearts, we can expect that you will forgive us yet again. Loving Abba, our hearts and our souls, leave bare before you. You know our thoughts. You know our motivations. You know our hearts. Father, please help us. Forgive us of all our iniquities and show mercy to cleanse us once again. Our King Yahushua, you gave us a good example to follow. You are merciful indeed. Because of your mercy, many people's lives have changed. There were those who were on the downward spiral of destruction. But you came to them, sinners and all. You did not give up on them. Many of them became prominent people in your kingdom when, in fact, before you approached them, they were on their way to condemnation, but you rescued them. You used them as your instruments. Your mercy transforms the lives of people. May you do the same for us. 
may you do the same for our children and loved ones. And as you do that, help us to follow your example, to show mercy to others, to show mercy to the people we love, that we will be your instrument to help each other carry their burdens. Help us to do what is right. Help us to live holy and righteous lives, but help us to remain humble because we know by ourselves we are condemned. It's only because of our union with you that we stand holy before Abba. Father, thank you so much. May you heal your people today. There may be those who are afflicted with sickness. There may be even those who are suffering from terminal diseases. May you heal them, Father. Restore their strength. Bless us, loving Abba, with the opportunity to continue to worship you in spirit and truth. Amen. Father, we believe that you have listened to our prayers. You have blessed the families of your people. You have blessed our parents and our children. Keep us safe from harm and danger and from the wicked influences of the world. Amen. We believe, Father, you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.